Real hot girl shit. Bracey, 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 cast. Bracey, 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 cast. It's another episode of the Bryce Cast, episode number four. All right, welcome to a, a new segment here. We are uh, on the street. I think I made it about 200-ish feet down from my front door at the Bryce Castle. And I'm here talking to my neighbor, at number 129. Now, neighbor at 129, would you mind introducing yourself real quick for this on the street segment live? Yeah, I'm Rob Parrish. Hello. Welcome to Tent and Mercer. And I gotta tell you, it's a beautiful place to be. It's a beautiful place. It's a beautiful day. Now, Rob, what is it that you do for a living? Uh, I brutalize my body through construction. <laughs> <laughs> Well, construction certainly sounds like a very interesting field of work to be in. Do you have like a, a go-to story that you could share with us today about one of the most interesting construction projects you have worked on? I would say the most interesting construction project I worked on was trying to locate the shutoff valves at a school in Mukateo. Uh-huh. And the entire school had a segue of two foot by two foot tunnels completely underneath the school what? where you had a headlamp and you had to crawl so if you were claustrophobic you couldn't make it and we spent two weeks trying to access this panel was it wait was it like rat tunnels like, like under rat the floor tunnels, two foot by two foot concrete tunnels completely underneath the school in a maze what what were they built for? Uh, nobody has a clue, but we we did find the shutoff after 840 feet of tunnel spelunkering underneath the school. Yeah. Well, have you ever seen anything like like that's weird, right? Right. Totally, totally off the chart. Not on any of the drawings. It was the the building was built and never recorded. When was the building built? It was built in '68. Okay, so they built a bunch of two-foot-by-two-foot claustrophobic nightmare tunnels straight out of Stranger Things. Honeycombs all the way underneath the school in every direction possible. Like full-on honeycombs? Like 60-degree angle tunnels? 90-degree angles. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it was like you go at 90, and then you hit like a four-way, and then you hit another four-way. Yeah, it was crazy. Did they, did they match anything? Were they matching? Nope. There was no rhyme or reason to it. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. Because <laughs> I was... I, I was down there for two weeks. <laughs> yeah. What were you trying to shut off? Uh, there was a main uh, water shutoff valve, and it showed the location of it. And we accidentally found a tunnel passage, and it took us two weeks to find the shutoff. That's crazy. Where, like, where was the access? What access panels did you find down there? Well, we did. We the guys that were remodeling the gymnasium. Uh huh. Found a pole handle, pulled it up, and then we found the access tunnels from there. Wow. And they were like, well, <gasps> the shutoff valve's over here. And so, well, we crawled in the tunnels and started looking and found it. Oh my God. What, what, was, what was down there? 
I, I'm, you know, my best get, and there was really nothing down there but that shut up, but <laughs> hundreds and hundreds of feet of tunnel. My best guess was it was during, um, you know, it was designed during the Cold War. Yeah. I'm figuring, you know, they thought for some reason that, you know, they could put all the kids in these little two-foot tunnels underneath the school and they survived the impact. I don't know. I mean, we were speculating everything. Anyway, <laughs> very, very strange things, you know, happened in construction. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. we that, opened up a wall and found a body once. No, wait, where? Up in uh, Snohomish. What? Found a found a uh, corpse in a, inside a wall. Okay, we'll tell. What? Okay, well, it was a remodel on a historic building, mm -hmm. and we had to go in and do a retrofit, uh, seismic retrofit, and so we had to open up the walls and put all steel in, and we opened up the walls. One of the guys found this burlap bag you know, and pulled it out of the wall and it was bones and <gasps> it was actually a person that was buried in the wall. Oh my god. Did, yeah. did, I mean, I imagine you called the police at that point. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we shut down for the day. We got free lunch. Got paid for eight hours. <laughs> um, what was the state of decomposition? Is that Complete. gross gas? Yeah, so Complete. full bones. Just bones. Yeah. Wow. Um, did you ever find out like, Never did find out. Um, historic. I mean, we're doing historic retrofit, so of course they did their their dil, due diligence yeah. to uh, try to figure out who who that was. But I don't think they ever found that was too old. Wow. It was a uh, building was uh, about 125 years old. So. Yeah. Wow. That's uh. Yeah, you run into crazy stuff when you've been <laughs> in this business as long as I have. <laughs> I like earlier you're talking to me about oh it's crazy you got these three whole sections of five eighth sheetrock can you believe that <laughs> now we get to the real good stuff. <laughs> well, that's what I tell right it's like you work on your building you, every unit's different you don't know what it is. So. <laughs> well, Rob, thank you hey, so absolutely. much. And this yeah. was this word on the street. Word on the street, baby. Word on the street is uh, you know what? Hey, take all you can from life and give as much back as possible. Excellent. Those are the words to live by. Thank you, Rob. All right. <laughs> ooga booga. Ooga booga. Ooga. Wait, what? Is that the one that they do in the Finding Nemo? Hold on. Hold on. Okay, I got it. Is this is this is this the Daria Bangme Bangy herself? This literally might be Captain Bangme here on duty. <laughs> oh my God! Hello, I am legally required to tell you that I am recording us right now for a segment on the Bryce Cast. You're gonna be live. Oh, we have like 10 to 15 minutes <laughs> because Tranos okay. right now. Oh, let me start from the beginning. For the bay, for the boo, for the bow, who is currently driving across the middle of fucking nowhere, uh, 
he is currently out getting me coffee and picking up potentially more boxes or something from the U-Haul store and also some tapes. So uh, that I that's how sneaky I am. I sent you out. I sent you out there so you wouldn't be here so I could make this fucking surprise. That's how good I am. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, what if they got the size of the box? Oh. oh. <laughs> I need to stop doing that. Uh, uh, let's go. So, all right. So, we're imagining he'll be listening to this. Oh, oh. Um, it, it, it is a foregone round. conclusion. Yes, yes. So, where do you think, what useless, not as good as Washington stupid middle of nothing state you think he's in right now <laughs> oh oh okay hold on let's see i can put you on a certain day because i'm making four of these i can put you on a day um let's he's gonna be either in um let's put you hold on let me open a map let me open a map and he's not going this isn't chicago straight away right yeah he's i mean he's on the way to chicago and he's let's say he's gonna be in south dakota You know, my favorite fact, my favorite fact about the Dakotas is that the reason there's a North and South Dakota is for gerrymandering in the Senate because there were uh, equal numbers of Republicans and Democrats and they wanted to uh, bring in a new state in the the South or something and they knew which way that would go. So they they just added another state up North. They just cut the Dakotas in two and they made made two of them. (laughs) I'm going to agree with you because as he's looking right, he's probably seeing like the sun because he's headed east. So it might be, it might be kind of nice, you know, there could be like the sun over some corn, but if you look to his left, it's just going to be corn with no sun. And so that means it's by default more boring. MAGA President Donald Trump himself, the greatest president of all fucking time, could stare at... The election was stolen! The election was stolen! (laughs) It was stolen! Sleepy Joe Biden! Chinese Joe Biden! conservative scream he is because he's not he's very boring but uh what if he was and sometimes when he does something like go and solve the railroad union worker strike right before it happened it's like dark brandon is working on the railroad (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i love that so much oh that's so good we love dark brandon now we love we love now daddy Sorry, Daddy D, I just, I, I wanted to say, um, I want to interject. Now, Tranos loves you. I don't know if you knew that. I had a small feeling because we scream at each other all the time. <laughs> okay, that's good. That's good. I'm glad this isn't news to you. Now, 
Um, I, I would love if you could share something with Tranos, either like a fun story or um, how you first met him or like a fun reminiscing, or you can just tell him how much you love him and how much he means to you, which is all I've been doing for the last like four hours. Oh, wait, that's so cute. I, I love know. that. I well, I remember that... Um, uh, the first, like, uh, when his existence was first brought into concept was you talking about seeing this guy and everything. And I remember even talking to Kyle about, like, oh, have you met, like, anyone Bryson's dated or any, anything? And Kyle's like, not really. Like, I don't know. Bryce isn't really, like, dated, dated. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, this would be exciting, you know? Mm-hmm. So I had no expectations. I was just, I always expect, like, I think any of us agree that if you walk in, if you're there with your person, that you're kind of newly dating, and they have a whole crew of people come, Flash, shut up! They have a whole crew of people come in, and, um, triggering sounds of Flash, and they come in, and, you know, they're all extroverts, screaming, crazy, they all know each other, and you're kind of the odd one out, and that, like, no one really knows you. You know, I, I understand it can be kind of, like, totally intimidating, you know? Uh-huh. So I remember we came in, and he was there, and I, I'm pretty sure that was... I'm trying to remember the exact time, but I believe that's when you guys had that like harvest or whatever it was called vodka. You had like in a in like this like big container, yeah. like this with a spigot and everything. And I remember being like, "All right, he's got you like vodka. This is an excellent start." And <laughs> you know, I didn't I didn't know much about him, and I go and I feel like the moment him and I had like one exchange, one little funny, one the first time. Of, into comedy in a in a sentence outside of hi how are you it was just set in stone like you know i knew immediately i'm like oh my god this guy's amazing you know he's uh-huh. fine Tranos, you're amazing you're so like fun to talk to you about anything but then we could just get goofy immediately but then get serious like you know you're asking me a lot of questions which like isn't and that shouldn't be the bar that low but like <laughs> you know like they don't really like when they're dating someone, some people are really good at like getting to know their person's crew and their friends and stuff, you know? And yeah. I used to remember he always asked me so many questions and like was really like interested to learn more about me and everything. And I don't know, it was just, it was so sweet. And like, I think, um, you know, every time we've hung out, it's always been a lot of fun. We can be goofy, we can be idiots, whatever. But I will say, like, to get a little, you know, heart, heart, sentimental. I think when um, we were at the Beer Olympics and, you know, we're all drinking mm-hmm. and having a good time and Tranoff came up, being the sweetheart he is, always asking about my life. And he's like, where's Amanda? Where's your girlfriend? Where's she at? You know? And then I kind of, you know, dropped the ball on you guys being like, hey, so that's not a thing anymore. I just saw the look in his eyes of like, oh, let's talk, you know? And then the three of us went in our corner and just like, obviously you as well, Bryce, shout out, love you. Like you were obviously there for me too and like amazing, but... It just meant so much to have someone, you know, like have Tranos. It's like having that, like, you know, that's something that really stood out to me. It's like the care, the like, oh, let's just cut off whatever party situation is happening right now. Let's focus on, like, helping Daria and making sure she's okay. And, like, yeah. all the love and the affirmation and, like, the, like, physical affection and everything that you, you know, that I was given. It just, that meant so much to me, like, so much more than I, I could have ever expected, you know. And, like, mm-hmm. I, I already knew that, you know, like, he was a good friend and everything, but I've never came to him with something like super serious like that and kind of more like taxing to talk about. And it was just so like 
heartwarming and sweet, you know, to have him just like care so much and be there and check in and check in throughout the day and all that. So it was just so wonderful. And that was probably honestly that one of my favorite like memories to have with him, you know, like having such a sweet person care, you know, when he didn't have yeah. to. Yeah. He's really awesome. You know, my one of my favorite things wow. about you two is that um, I had him meet both you and Kyle at the same fucking time. And after, because <laughs> I threw him in deep, I was like, all right, it's either you secret to it. Yeah, and and that's when you two pulled my coat out of the closet while you were drunk, and you both started wearing it one arm in on both sides and you're like ah! just walking around and the drinking and literally um, such a neighbor mad at you and everything <laughs> yeah yeah that was amazing so um you know he he fucking swam oh my god afterwards he was just like wow you know they're pretty cool but like uh when they pulled that coat out of the closet i was like mama what are you doing Daria, do you, uh, do, you have, do you have anything else that you would like to share with my dearly departed for Chicago boyfriend? Uh, I'm going to be really sad that I'm going to be hanging out with boys who don't understand pop culture references the same way he does. <laughs> and won't sing Beyonce. no one else will sing Beyonce with me out of nowhere. No one's going to get the memes, mm-hmm. the, like the TikTok trends. Like, I have to deal with these Reddit boys, you know, but you know what? <laughs> it's better to ASAP. <laughs> You know, so I, I can sing and talk shit with the right fucking person. <laughs> yeah, this fucker better come back. Yeah, Bryce, I don't know if uh, Trano told you, but literally when we were at Queer Bar, there was a girl next to us on her first fucking Tinder date, <gasps> all dolled up, long blue dress, makeup done, looked like a cutie, and she showed up with this guy who looked a little gay. First day at a drag show, we're like, it's your first day? And she's like, yeah, I'm bi, I, I want to see if he's or whatever. Uh, we didn't realize until they, they stood up later. He was in Adidas sweat. No. And they still made out. So, you know, I remember Trano said the whole time we're like, straights are really struggling out here. Oh, <laughs> the bar is oh. so low. It's literally in hell. The bar is in hell. The bar is hell. Yeah, yeah. Except the gays are all in hell, so we made it nice there. I know. The bars in hell and the streets think they're safe from us. And then it's like, oh, just kidding. We're all, we were here first. We've been here. <laughs> Get out. We have a nice PTA here. Yeah. Oh, oh man. It's, it's really great, but it, I, I truly am going to miss him so much. Mm-hmm. And to me, um, it sounds like what's going to end up happening is uh, we need to just go to Chicago and visit him sometime. You know, uh, I, I like that idea. I like the idea of going and crashing Chicago on Tranos, you know, just like kaboom, motherfucker, we here, we party. Exactly. We got to hit up Boys Town. Yeah. To get in Chicago. Boys Town is fun. 
Well, now I, I have um, I have one last thing that I'd like to ask you for. Um, you know, I'm sure you know that Tranos was dropped on his head or something, and that's why he likes ads, um, and they're like his favorite thing. So, can you tell me about? What? <laughs> he wasn't actually dropped on his head. I'm just making fun of him, <laughs> but he loves ads. No, but like, I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah, like Is he. Okay. <laughs> I know, no, like he has fucking Disney Plus. And then it has ads, and he's like, I love this. This is great. And I'm like, why? It's like a Subaru Forester commercial. Oh. And I'm like, bro, like, wh- why? Yeah, that's a little strange. Uh, maybe it's because he's like... <laughs> maybe what? Maybe it's actually good in the end. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this gives us an opportunity for you to tell us who this episode's sponsor is. Oh, um, um, oh, shit. Honestly, it should be sponsored by fucking Subway. You know how much Subway I've eaten in the past fucking two weeks since I got the fun? Holy This episode, okay, yeah. Instead of hurry on back, you might get a footlong for a good deal. <laughs> episode uh sponsored by subway uh daria can you give us the outro with me that this is the bryce cast we'll be right back after this week's sponsor this week's sponsor is subway sandwiches you know them as the $5 footlongs, the oddly priced like $3.50 six inchers. This is in your New York City subway with functional transportation for like some of the city. This is a sandwich that you can shove down your mouth with bread so sugary that some countries have determined that it's technically cake. The all new, like, $10 Subway footlong because inflation. And I haven't eaten at Subway in a long time because it's kind of really shitty and their ham is really slimy. So why would I eat at a place with slimy ham? It's like, definitely a step below Jimmy John's. Uh, but like Chipotle is the best fast food. Ladies and gentlemen, this this week's sponsor, Subway Sandwiches. So I'm uh I've done a lot of Bryce on the street segments now. And uh, I think it's time for a, a swap I think it's a time for Bryce in the home. I'm, I'm joined here by two very good friends of mine. And we go way back, way back to the college days. The days college of roaming. Days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The days of college. The college days. The days the, of roaming. The days of college. The days of college. <laughs> yeah. And now, would these two mystery voices introduce themselves, please? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Sean. 
something you should know about me is I look forward to Bryce hugs so much. <laughs> From day one, just like the first Bryce hug I got, I'm just like, wow, I feel so comforted. And after not seeing him since uh, December of last year, uh, I got to see him today and I got comforted with a nice big Bryce hug. It was the first thing he did in yeah, my doorway. It's just every time it Bryce a, hugs. It's very sweet. Yeah. And? My name's Amanda. Um, I can see colors and I did not get a Bryce <laughs> hug when I walked in today. And I'm offended. Oh, shit. Even though I'm not a hugger. That was uncalled for you. That's you right. Come here. Come here. Okay. Come here. You're going to hear a hug. Come here. Oh, oh it's so We were, we were, uh, I gotta ge- break one down and lift one up. That's how it works. I understand. Right, we were geeking out over the, uh, the podcast, you know, and we were like, you gotta come up. <laughs> Is that cast. what that was? No, it was oh, gesturing no. at my no. computer. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was pointing. <laughs> Amanda will never seize a high five opportunity. No. I will never seize it. Never I just miss, sews it. You never, yeah. Never miss the high five. Never yeah, yeah. miss That's what he wait, meant. Wait. It was you, wasn't it? The worst high five we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> was this frisbee? I'm the worst high five that Sean no. has ever had. Was this ultimate? It was ultimate. Oh my god. We, we were... <laughs> You we were, were on the team. It was Huck Buddies. Oh, I was so bad on that team. That's when I met you. Yeah. yeah that's how we met. That's how we met. That's how I met you. No. I didn't code. <laughs> I, met, I still do not code. I met him. Too. I read a code today. Uh, you were Drew. Drew yeah, he uh, was on the same floor as Drew. Now, um, Trinos, if you remember, Amanda is the person who started shitting on accountants and then asked afterwards. <laughs> is there, none of you are accountants, right? I have done that twice in your presence. I am very sorry. I usually don't shit on accountants. I think the only time in the past year I've done it has been twice, and it's been with you both times. <laughs> Spokane was an accountant. It was it was just a lot of accounts in my life at one time. I had a lot, a lot of feelings. Yeah. Now, if we have the time, I'd like for both of you to tell a story. And I, I know the perfect story for you to tell. But I think we're gonna start with you, Sean, meeting my parents. Yeah. 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 I can invent one. No, no, no. I, <laughs> Do you, the yeah, dating I see, one. You know. The dating. The one. dating one where you did the whole. You had the system with the dates. That's like a half hour story, and he's already heard that, and that's when I showed on accountant class because everyone is an accountant that I went on a date with. <laughs> oh, I, I meant I'm not dating any of them. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Watch we'll out, the, accountants. We'll do the parent story, and then you, you, you have all that time to prepare. Okay. <laughs> I'll think. <laughs> Bryce's parents. Okay, so what was it? We were talking about this before we came. We're talking about the dildo story. We said 2015. Yeah. 2015. Uh-huh. Yeah, the vibrator led to the dildo, led yeah. to meeting parents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, got a little bit of, like, Bryce kept saying, is like, once you, I don't know who had met your parents yet, but, like, they're like, once you meet my parents, you would understand me a lot more. I did like, say that a lot, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well, I really don't know what that means. <laughs> Uh, and so we got invited over for, uh, lunch, dinner. I don't remember. It was probably dinner. And the first thing that we get greeted with is two dogs. Two dogs come running to us and they're like, meet our two dogs. They're, they're opposites, complete opposites. One is this big, like relatively furry dog. 
one is this tiny hairless dog and his mom comes just full of energy is like meet harry and harry <laughs> and i'm like excuse me they're like yeah their 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 names are spelled different <laughs> One's Harry, like like Harry, and the other one's Harry, like like Harry. And I'm like, okay, I feel like I've met Bryce's humor, like in the first five minutes. That's amazing. Yeah. Did yeah. you know that hairless one only died like a month ago? That oh thing. You named the hairless God. dog Harry. <laughs> the, the I forget which one was Harry and which one was Harry. The hairless dog was first. Mm. And it's original. Wait, was it a Chinese crested? It was a Shulo Eats Quintily and a okay. very ugly one. Okay. It only I had, had a hair Chinese crested growing up. Hairless adjacent. It only had hair on its eyebrows and its feet and its tail. And it was mm. awful. I know the ones. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And my parents named it Harry so it wouldn't be self conscious around other dogs. So Harry like, the, like the, Harry the, Potter or Harry like Harry Armpit? Like Harry like it's a Harry Armpit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's okay. I thought so. And then. Because the, it's just like totally what. That's irony. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's just. Yeah. I, yeah. Okay. And the other dog is still alive, and that one is Harry, like Harry Potter. Okay. And his name was originally Harry. Yeah. So and it's like, well, we can't change this name, obviously. No. No. I know so. a couple, and the husband's name is Roger, and they adopted a dog, and the dog's name was Roger. And they're like, well, we can't change the dog's name. And I was like, you could totally change his name to Dodger. They live in L.A. They should just change they the didn't husband's change it. name. They should just change the they husband's name. They should just change name. the husband's name. Yeah, yeah. There are two Rogers. It's a whole house. <laughs> Roger, Roger. <Yeah. laughs> Do you have any other Sorry, recollections from that experience? Oh, I have, yeah, so yeah, many. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. go, yeah. And then your dad, is your dad a lawyer? What does your dad do? Retired. Well, now, yes. He was a small business owner and was retired then, too. <laughs> <laughs> he did something with tech? No. <laughs> no? He was, he, was a, uh, he was a temp health agency owner. Mm-hmm. So, the... Amazon, let's say Microsoft would be like, we need 50 temp help workers for the Christmas season. Give them to us. And he would go and source the talent, take a cut, send them to Microsoft. Would they do software stuff or like anything stuff? Uh, Often we're working with software companies and he used software in his business. Was it like Kelly Girls? I have no idea what that is. (laughs) (laughs) He might. It's a temp agency that my mother worked for. Yeah, Not no. as a temp, but as a... The, he, he didn't actually have a name for the business. It was always Med Temps, Lab Temps, mm-hmm. New West Group. Like, it, yeah. none of it. It was listed under, like, five different shell companies. Yeah. So, the story I have about your dad. So, Andrew and I were, like, sitting down talking with him. And like, he was a little bit quieter. And we start talking. And, like, Andrew and I were both studying computer science. And he just starts going in just, like, super detailed of of contracts and like how we got to protect ourselves and how like the corporates are out to get them and like just like watch out what you sign don't do anything on your work laptop that you would do normally and just like going in such fine detail i'm like wow he knows a lot about this stuff and like just as he was very clear at speaking and like he did a very good job and like i'm like okay this, in some ways, explained your other half. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. Like, I really do get it. Analytical, analytical and would name two dogs the same yeah. thing. Yeah. And then one final story. Um, it's, it's, I forget what we had for, for food. Uh, I'm sure it was good. Uh, but after we, we ate, we had dessert. And then uh, your mom and dad both go, okay, that's all we had. 
You guys can stay as long as we want as you want. We're gonna go walk the dogs. <laughs> See you I don't know later. And like they just Bye. like left and they just left and they're just like, wow, that was like normally we're the ones to leave. But like, no, here they are like leaving their own house. And we're just like well, I, I I guess we'll we'll leave. Did we get kicked out? Did we? Are we? All right. <laughs> so yeah, that that was the first time, only time I met your dad. Mm. I think I've met your mom another time or two. After we left and got into the car, Kevin was sitting behind me, and he went. Bryce, you just make so much more sense now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like. You can always like learn something about someone through their parents, but like, like Bryce is the most explained person. I have, <laughs> I have, like through his parents, it's just like wow. I think like a little bit so like your mom. I think just like the the being a little bit like uh, uh, more vocal and 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 talkative, uh, but like definitely with your dad. And I mean, yeah, amazing, amazing, Amanda. What stories do you have to share with about the class your parents? today? Oh, yeah, about the parents. Well, one time I had a dream I met your parents. No, I would love to meet your parents. They sound delightful. How are the Harrys? Is one alive? Oh, uh, one's still alive. Okay. Yeah, he's still with my dad. The Harry one or the non Harry one? The, well, the, the Harry descriptor Harry is mm. still alive with my dad. The one whose breed begins the next. The Harry descriptor hairless has passed away. Oh. Yeah, so Rat Dog is gone. Rat Dog is gone. Rat Dog, Bat okay. Dog, Schmeagle. I have a great picture of him that mm-hmm. makes him look like he's, he's from the Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Darn. Yeah. If they're not two Harrys, I don't know if I want to go. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. That's understandable. Yeah. And that's when I met your parents. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to thank you both for your amazing company, both for hearing the Bryce cast. <laughs> That was a little aggressive for me. <laughs> I would like it louder. <laughs> Bryce Hugs! I'm just looking for, forward to my Bryce hug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the Bryce hug. You also get a Bryce hug. I know. Yeah. I think I should get one every day now that I live half a block away from you. I know. Yeah. We've seen each other not enough considering we live so close. I, know. I did wave at you when you walked past the other day. I got your text when I got to my car. <laughs> I walked back and I was like, now I got places to be. <laughs> Maybe I'll just walk over after I have a hard day, which is most days. Please I'll do. just get a little Bryce hug. Yeah, please and do. And then I'll go oh, back. Please do. You're you welcome to just knock on my okay. door and I'll be like, ah! <laughs> well, I always forget which house is yours and I don't want to knock. One, three, four. house because it's Seattle. One, three, four. I, I know I'm in it right now. <laughs> I, have, I have so many Bryce stories. Well, I'm gonna have to call yeah. you later and get some. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think those. one of my favorite pictures biscuits. on my phone is the two of you from that one party at your house, holding a shot glass and some dick. Uh, oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The dick shot glass. Yeah, it's really good. That was very good. Yeah, good one. All right, well, say bye to Tranos. Bye. That was so much fun on this drive. I hope you go through Wall, South Dakota, and stop at Wall Drug. Oh, Wall Drug. I heard about like Deer Lodge, also good. Okay. Uh, I've already learned so much about you today. 
especially about the accounting stuff and how much Amanda loves accountants. <laughs> and so... If you know any um, hot single ones, send them my way. Oh, uh, yeah. She loves accountants. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this has been amazing. Uh, you're in for a treat. All right. All right. Give a, give us, like, an outro. Give us, like, a, you know, like, a in-between song in a pocket. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's been Bryce in the house. Special edition of Bryce on the Street. Bryce, out! You're listening to the Bryce cast. The Deep Dish 4 episode cast. Oh, I don't have anything clever to say during that part. I didn't know there was more. Um, this is a midsection. Ah, Bike Master Adriel. Hello. How's it going? Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for responding to our official Bryce Cast invitation to be interviewed in honor of Tranoff McCombe's wonderful cross country trip to Chicago, Illinois. I am honored and honored be here. Hey, Tranos, I hope you are enjoying your ride. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, I, he already listened to the first one. He said it was pretty good. So, you know, I'm hoping with you, it'll be excellent. We we actually also listened to the first one on our bike ride. So you did right there with you. Yeah. (laughs) We we listened to part of it because we took a break and started listening to it. Oh my God, that's so adorable! Well, please let yeah. me let me. I mean, like you know, you can let me know what you think later, right? But right now, you are our special guest, Angel. How does wow. how does it feel to be almost done with your bike trip? Listen, I've never feel special. This is the first time I felt so special. Um, well, the bike trip uh, it is it's amazing. We only have two days, so today we did. Uh, I think I talked to you earlier about yesterday. Yesterday we did a uh, hundred to get over the last pass, the Blue Ridge Pass. Wow! And today we did eighty, and then tomorrow we're planning on doing another eighty. Yeah. To get. Oh, Angel. To tomorrow. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Woo. We lost you for a second there. You're doing another eighty oh. tomorrow. Yeah, doing another eighty tomorrow, and then sixty for the last day to Yorktown. Wow. And currently, if you want to know where I'm at, I am in Mineral Virginia. Virginia. Wow. I am at a fire station in the back that we were camping. We had Mexican food for dinner. And yeah, we were just camping. It's a cool, breezy night. And you can see the starlight. Uh, yeah. That's, that's amazing. You know, the one of my favorite songs is entitled Blue Ridge Mountains, actually. And I've always wanted to visit and see the the name, the place that inspired one of my favorite songs. Oh, wow. You would, I think you would love it. So um, to give you an idea, we were, we were riding up the Blue Ridge uh, right at sunset. So we're, it, it's a long ride. It's steep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but as we were riding, we saw a bunch of cars just sitting there, just watching the sunset. It is absolutely gorgeous. We capture a little bit on on camera. Hopefully, we get to show it to you and 
I'll hopefully post it at some point in time. But anyway, this is not about us. This is about Tranos moving to Chicago. This Let's is, talk about Tranos. This is about Tranos. Oh my God. My favorite yep. man. Yeah. Let's talk about Tranos. Now, Adriel. What do I have to tell you? Yeah, yeah. Do you have anything that you want to say right off the bat, or do you want some questions? Uh, let's just start with, what the hell, Trenos? Now I'm not going to have anyone, <laughs> right? So, first of all, I, I will no longer have anyone at these posh parties, Jersey <laughs> <the> Shore parties. <laughs> and I will no longer have anyone that gets my dirty jokes. Now we have up and comers, um, Shayna and Lauren, who are the, who are the dirty joke masters. They understand the life of the dirty jokes, but Trenos was the original. Yeah. And I, I no longer have a dirty joke master at the party. Uh, he was the expert to your um, like magician work. He understood my references. He got my Beyonce reference. He got everything. Mm-hmm. He got everything. Oh, uh, I can't. I can't even pretend to be ascribed to you two. You two are on another dirty level. Yeah, Trenos was there. Trenos was my man. And then he up and left, you know? Mm-hmm. And then he was on that, not only that, but he was he was the man I had to convince before we started dating Claudia. Did you know, fun fact, I took Trenos out on a date after I took Claudia out on a date. Because I took Trenos out to Cheesecake Factory I had a dick mouth because I didn't pay. Wait, but, wait, wait, wait. This is this is crucial information, and we are we are losing connection. Say that again. You you took him on a date after you took Claudia on a date. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yes, I did. Uh-huh. Trenos and I we went out. I didn't really take him on a date because I didn't pay. <laughs> I took him on a date. I would have to pay, and you know. <laughs> but we did. Cheesecake Factory, and we shared a meal at the Cheesecake Factory, and he was also the only one that understood the beauty of, uh, of, of the Cheesecake Factory. Well, I mean, no, I completely understand. The Cheesecake Factory is like 4,000 calories in a dish. You eat half that dish, yeah. you still eat like a full day's worth of food. Listen, I have no idea what's on that menu other than the chicken parm. That's all I always <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's that's excellent. That's excellent. I I have no idea. You do. Well, how did you two first meet? Oh, I at the dinner party. Yeah. Trenos, like I said, well, Trenos knows this. And Trenos, if you're listening, you know I was trying to flirt with Claudia at that dinner party, but everyone was chasing some dark, tall, and handsome men at the party. (laughs) Trenos was the guy that paid. You know, nobody was paying attention to me. I talked to Trenos. I got the jokes, and he was laughing. He made me feel like I was still important, even though, you know, I didn't have the looks of the tall, dark, and handsome men that all the girls at the party wanted, especially Claudia, because I was the one who was trying to talk to. Uh-huh. But Trenos and I bonded. We talked about, you know, a lot of different life stuff. And, yeah, that's how we really started 
And also, there is that, I don't know if you've seen Blackish, but I will make a reference to Blackish. When you see the other black guy at a party. <laughs> 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 oh my god yeah oh my god Adriel that's amazing but, yeah yeah but well, yeah and I bonded in so many ways we just understand each other we understand what it's like to be alone and a professional and and in the market that we are in Seattle and yeah and we come from different countries so we, we just kind of get each other so yeah. yeah yeah no that I mean that's amazing do you, do you have yeah. any tremendous things you want to tell him? Any any embarrassing stories you wish to recount to him live on air as I record this? No, no, no. We are never embarrassing. Every story we have, <laughs> one of one of the treasured memories that I have with Chinos was going to see Coldplay with Chinos, uh, and I was fortunate that Claudia uh, could not make it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. And that's just a cherished memory. Once again, one more thing Travis and I have in common. We love Coldplay. Uh-huh. Um, and it was just a good a good night. I It was my first time at a Coldplay concert, and it was just a good night. We connected and we enjoyed the, his latest album. Yeah, it was just good. When, so when are you, Claudia, and I going to show up in Chicago unannounced and just crash his place? You know what? My adventurous, my adventurous side, I don't know. After this trip, <laughs> 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 but I, you know what, to be honest, I don't know. Claudia usually suggests and I, I try to make time. So it's a matter of you letting us know, hey, I'm heading to Trenos. Can we buy tickets or tickets are cheap on this day? Let's go to Trinos. I mean, yeah. I, I don't want to make it happen. Why not? I understand. I mean, you, you you did just bike cross country. Let me tell you, it has it has been a journey. I, been yeah, a journey yeah, yes. <laughs> what? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Tell me, tell me, tell me something about the journey. Tell me something that maybe you haven't shared with Trinos and I yet. Something I haven't shared with Tranos and you yet. How about this? How about this? What was your most surprising experience? Like the thing that you went in with an expectation, you maybe thought, oh, like the city is going to suck, and then it turned out to be completely different. Well, there there were several of those, and there were several examples where Claudia has an idea of, hey, this will be cute, or this is a place to go. And here I am saying, for example, in Kansas, uh-huh. uh, the salt mine, uh, the um, there's a place in Kansas, they have a, a, a salt mine uh-huh. uh, where they are storing all these historical uh, facts and company store papers, movie store, movies, um, sorry, Hollywood stores a bunch of, of movies in that in that salt mine because they they can preserve um, the salt mine can preserve it's always at the same temperature and it also preserves um, documents really well and yeah outlast a, a nuclear bomb and all these different things um, that I didn't know 
was in Kansas, and Kansas was more interesting than we thought. And uh, we happened to go to a Cosmo here. So th- this is just one example. One of the one of the place that I could not comprehend until you are there is Yellowstone. If you've heard of uh-huh. people talk about Yellowstone, and you've seen pictures of Yellowstone, you don't understand it until you are there. It's raw. It's it's wild. It's it's untouched in a in in in, in a way. Yeah. The animals run free. They're not caged. The animals behave differently. They look differently. Yeah. Um, I could not tell you. I saw a black bear and I thought it was, and it's not even a grizzly. I saw a black bear uh-huh. crossing the car while I was on a tour. I thought it was the best thing. Wow. It was, it was amazing. Wow. It, you can't describe the feeling of feeling alive because you see a, a bear that could kill you at any point uh-huh. or that could kill a man with a swipe of his hand. And you're kind of in a car and it's so close to the car walking by and not just ignoring everyone around it. And I thought that was the coolest part of the trip when it comes to seeing a a place or I just wasn't expecting it. I could not comprehend it. You know, we talked yeah. about Black Bear. I just could not understand seeing it in front of me. That's, 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 I guess that's what I was excited for. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the things I could do. That's amazing. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, can, let me let me be the first to, to prematurely congratulate you on, <laughs> <laughs> on biking across America. That is it's, truly an incredible feat, and I am very envious. And and to be honest, I, I believe every one of us can do it because we've seen so many people on the road doing this, and we've seen so many people out of country doing this. It's not difficult, but it's a it's a time commitment, and I think that's one of the things we learn on the on this trip. And I think Trinus would you would take. Um, on your trip and take on your next journey, <laughs> uh, focus on one thing. And our one thing was we bike every day. And the the basics that we needed was food and a place to sleep and occasional uh, toilet because we had to stop at gas stations. And, yeah. But that's about it. You just focus on the one thing all day. And people think it's this amazing thing, right? Which it is when we talk about it. But doing it is hard every day, day in, day out, and we were able to stuck with it. And I think that, to me, was the most special part of this trip. Mm-hmm. It's not impossible. It just requires you to stay in it every day, day in, day out. What today is day ninety-two. Wow. We're two days away from yeah, two days away from completing it. What um what do you feel that you you learned some lessons either about yourself or about how the world works or any pieces of wisdom? I think it will take time to um to get that insight because I'm still in it. Yeah, I would say what I've learned. What's the most important thing is we try to do too much in our daily life. Uh huh. Way too much. Hmm. We pack on way too much on our plate. And as I mentioned, that one thing. And, and it's funny because I read a book way back 
when called the one thing, I believe. And just staying in the moment, staying in that one thing. What is the one thing that's important to you? Mm-hmm. So far, I think if you do that, you'll find joy. And people will call you crazy and people will say, that's impossible. Or people will say, oh, that's courageous. Right? And yeah. I think that's what that was what was told to Claudia, right? All the time. And by encouraging her to just... Do what you feel that your soul and your body is telling you to do because until you do it, it's going to drive you mad. Mm-hmm. And being in the moment every day, hard, good, bad, I think that's it. I think that's what it's all about. Wow. Those were uh, and, those are some exceptionally wise words. <laughs> I mean, we on the bike, we talk about so many things. We talk about the future. We talk about the past. We talk about all possibilities. We dream on the bike. Um, and and we are able to do that because it's hard and we just stay in that one moment. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say stay in the moment. And whatever people call you, do you. Become a high-value person that you want to become. And whatever it takes just do that one thing. That one thing that you have in your mind saying, oh, I should probably go to school, get my MBA. Mm-hmm. And just get back in that environment and just stay with it. You might not have not have friends and you might not be popular, but that one thing makes you a high-value person where eventually things fall in place because you're doing the one thing that's important to you. And obviously the other thing that you mean to tell Tranos is that he should bike with me across the country, right? Yes, that is a must. You would have so much fun. <laughs> you would have so much fun, Trenos. You need to get on that bike. And let me tell you, the benefit is you get a shredded body, which I think we have a shredded body. We'll find out. <laughs> and you can eat whatever you want. Babe. Thank you so much. Yeah. Babe, do you hear that? Shredded body, eat whatever you want. You you become a shredded. Shredded, he says. Listen, Adriel told you you should do it. Are you really gonna say no to Adriel? Adriel? Exactly. I'll tell him uh, now. I think I have the body to become to become the underwear model that I always wanted to be. <laughs> Babe, babe, let's go be underwear Instagram models. Come on. You have to. You have to. You heard him. You have no choice. Straight from the Adriel's mouth. Right here, right now, live on the Bricecast. Listen, my butt has become so toned. My leg has become so toned. I, I, I thought I was... I thought I was already sexy, but now I think it's a whole new level. (laughs) Stop looking at me. I'm like, hey, stop it. Ah! Looking at me. I'm like, stop it. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my 
God, that's amazing. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's. Uh, do you have Do you have any final parting words for this 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 final moment of the the special Bryce cast appearance by Adriel? Yeah, absolutely. I I, I was so proud of Kenneth for doing what he feels like he needs to do. Right. We all need to get that little that little voice in the back of our head. Sometimes it's bad to listen to, but sometimes it's good to listen to. And there is no such thing as a bad move. The move you're making is what you need to make right now. Uh, enjoy it. Have fun with it. And you never stuck in a decision. Make a decision. You don't like it, change it. And then make another one. Keep changing. That is my final word to you. You are doing great, and the decision you made, I am proud of you for making it and moving on and doing what you need to do for you. Yeah, I I mean, yeah. jokes aside, I, I obviously agree. I, I want yeah. him to make a decision that he feels he needs to make. I want him to be able to, I want him to be able to know that he can stop if he doesn't like it or keep going if he does. And, you know, obviously yeah. it's really hard and like I'm gonna just cry for a while, and that's gonna be okay. But yeah. you know, it's it's what he needs to do. So he needs to do what he needs to do. And then I want to add P.S. I have no idea what P.S. stands for. Postscript. Or yeah. Post, yeah, that's it. That's it. Look at that. I'm smart in somewhere in some universe. <laughs> and all I want to say, this price is fucking awesome, Trenos. Oh. Oh my! I know that. I know that. We all know that. Adriel, the check is in the mail. When you get to Richmond, it's there. It'll be in the mailbox. Okay, check is in the mail. Thank you, thank you. Adriel, can you can you give us a beat as you play us out of this segment? What is my beat that I want to play? Just just anything. Just just like make noises. Just make scream. You can scream. I'm gonna. Oh no, I don't want to just scream. I want to see. I got a sexy booty. <laughs> hey, let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, Adriel on the Bright Cast. You ever think how it's funny that, like, birds are just evolved dinosaurs? Like, they're the ones that the asteroid didn't break, right? And so then we found chickens and we're like, mm-mm, tasty bird. Tasty bird turns grass I don't want to eat into tasty bird that I do want to eat. Tasty dinosaur I want to eat. And then then we industrialize and we're like, you know what's even better is if you grind up the bird, you grind up the little dino into dino bird paste, right? It's gross. And then... You can like bread it and you can fry it and be a little nugget. You ever wondered how we take chicken and we turn it into dino nuggets? We're returning the dinosaurs to their dinosaur form. Think about it. To finish today's episode out, I wanted to actually go back. I want to go go back and and pick up a conversation that we didn't have the time 
to finish because you forgot to plan to pack anything. <laughs> and we were working on packing all your shit until like 11 o'clock. Um, but it's a serious topic. A serious topic. It's, I, I believe we were talking about spirituality and where does, you know, our, our, what are our respective opinions on religiosity come in? And I think I think we danced around like Abrahamic beliefs and then some prototypical like Eastern religion beliefs. Um, but I think I think I wasn't able to get in sort of a, a core essence because we skipped kind of go over we, we kind of skipped right over the spirituality section of the discussion and just sort of went into like hot takes on what other people believe. And I think that uh in reflection like i have some things that i do feel very spiritually connected to um but they aren't they aren't the like spiritual sections of religiosity that i think are most common for most people so um i mean at this point i, I obviously like the abrahamic beliefs they don't really, I, I don't, I don't feel any attachment to them. I don't believe in any Judeo-Christian sense of a God or a creator or um, an entity such as that. Um, but I, I still feel very spiritually connected to the world and universe around me. And that spirituality isn't like a sense of a higher power or larger being it's more of a it's more a sense of a connection to existence um our best understandings of science and the universe um and our most easily replicable studies seem to point to the idea that um the universe was started at some point it's unknowable what caused that but at the beginning, it was all just energy and light. And over time, the final ingredient, grand structures emerged. And over billions and billions of years, complete random chaotic events have slowly self-organized into galaxies and solar systems and superclusters and um, us eventually life itself. And I feel spiritually connected to that. I feel like I'm the universe experiencing itself. I mean, the it's just hydrogen and time is what is so, so amazing. And like, I, I like that. I like the spiritual connection to the idea that I, I like the spiritual connection to the the big the the like the unknown like i'm sure that there's a a much better um like meditative word for it but the the universe like it i i'm i'm remembering a interview with a sort of popular astrophysicist and the interviewer keeps asking, well, wh like, what is the universe? Like, what is it? And the, the interviewee says, well, I'm sure there's a, a good word for this, but it is the thing that cannot be said. It is, it is it. It is the universe. It is everything. And it is you and it is me. 
And we are, in a sense, connected in that way. And I don't mean, like, connected in a form of, like, uh, mantric, like, we have mental energy connection, but more as in a sense of we are somehow conscious beings is existing on a speck of dust, experiencing relatively similar things and experiences. And I just marvel at the complexity and the the unspeakable beauty of it all. That's where I fear spiritual. I feel I feel godly awe at the majesty of life and of experience and of the cosmos of the vast, vast, almost infinitely large section of the universe we will never, ever even dream of and of how much is out there and how small things get and how such complex rules of the quantum minutiae at small levels have given rise to classical mechanical understandings and how then, over time, those have given rise to even higher orders of organization, like theories of evolution and of mechanical systems that have been moving in almost perpetuity since the beginning of the universe and the coalescing of the first galaxies. And that's that's why I like spending so much time diving deep into systems and how they work and the organic forms of things that are created not by a mind but by innate mechanical laws of this completely incomprehensible dimension we live in that we call the universe that that is what is amazing like, I talked about carcinization, or carcinization like, that, <laughs> it's just so fucking funny, the idea that, like, one crab wasn't enough, like, nature just likes crabs, like, they're just really good, it's a really, <laughs> it's a really good design, the crab, oh, the crab is a good design, and, like, the fact that that happened, that's amazing, no one made it happen. No thing, no soul, no creator, no desire other than trillions of pieces of nudging, possibly billions and millions of independent creatures made up of billions and trillions of cells, each with millions and billions and trillions of proteins, like... <laughs> to make crabs to make crabs multiple times they keep it keeps making crabs <laughs> the universe is a crab creator <laughs> oh oh first it's deeply amazing it's deeply amazing and second it's fucking hilarious it's just fucking funny but like i remember reading about um protein pumps so like or not protein, proton pumps. Um, so like there are your cells, 
have essentially a they're like water balloons there's an encapsulation and part of homeostasis which is just the maintenance of cellular life they need to move things in and out of the cell membrane and sometimes you want like more sugar inside the cell than is out of the cell for instance right and you need more inside the cell than out and i remember reading and looking at the protein complex that does that and it's tri-headed it is it has three-fold symmetry so it looks like a, a fan blade with like three fins on the fan and it, it's a literal pump it looks exactly like a pump like a water pump or a fan and it just spins it spins it's it's a tiny tiny little fan that you know, maybe a couple hundred of them per cell sit on the sides and they spin. And the spinning forces things in and out of the cell. What the fuck? That is incredible. The nature designed a pump, something so efficient at moving things in and out in a liquid form. Millions, billions likely of years before we figured it out, before we made something similar. Those times that like we go and we try to make something and it turns out like nature's been doing it for a billion years already, just amazing. That That is so humbling to our location and our, our place in the stars. And I love learning about our like humanity's attempts at figuring out who we are and where we are and what's out there and seeing like slowly over time, it's crazy, but like we're starting to see there's water everywhere. And like, it begs the question, where's the life? Every time we see water on earth, we see life. And when we've seen water in the stars and in our solar system, we find amino acids. We find the basic building blocks of life. So where did we come from? Why are we here? What, what caused us to be smart? And what is consciousness? What is knowable and what is not knowable? And how can we know what we can know? All of those things are just that. That, for me, is spirituality. That, that is where I feel the divinity and the untouchableness and the unknowingness and the, the cosmic fog of knowledge obscured and the size of it and the, the weight of it and the beauty of it. When I see a sunset or when I see something amazing and I see the things that come together to make it, that, that is why I'm obsessed with these. That's why I love systems and diagrams and complexity and hierarchy and self-organization. It's amazing. It's what we are. And it's, to me, what divinity is. It's to me what spirituality is. And I love that. And I love, I love being able to share that with other people.
like explaining how how the coronavirus vaccine works and why it was so important that you don't go get covid and you go get the covid vaccine and how that works like figuring out how that works first of all magic understanding the human immune system it's the second most complex thing we know of after the human brain and at that point then figuring out how to teach the immune system and then package the exact thing we need and figuring out oh my god how that the immune system how it works and scrambles its DNA at a stage of differentiation during cell in uh, cell differentiation in order to theoretically create a response to every single pathogen ever possible to encounter. That's incredible. That is just so fucking cool. That is like, wow. Look at you, nature. Look at look at what these simple rules of how energy and particles intersect and overlap and the four fundamental forces giving rise to such beauty and complexity and complex organizing systems that that's it that that for me that is spirituality that is god and that's what I love knowing. That's what I love figuring out. That's what I love getting as close to knowledge as is possible to achieve in this universe that owes us nothing about its about understanding. That's where my spirituality comes from. Well, babe, this is it. It's the last thing I'm recording right now. I thought I thought about what I should play for the final sending off. I was going to choose one of your songs, but I wanted to choose a song from a game called Undertale, which nerdy as it is to fucking say this. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. But it taught me a lot about myself. And I feel like you taught me a lot. And I love you. And I miss you. And I wish you all the happiness and fulfillment and stability in the world, babe. And I, I can't wait to see you again. So, at least until I decide I want to do something else with this namespace. This is Bryce Cast. Signing out.